Welcome to episode one of the Legal Page Podcast. This episode is all about understanding why the law is so important for your small business. Now, as small business owners, I know personally from being one that you have to wear all the hats. And one of those hats includes knowing your risks, liabilities, and ensuring your business is operating legally. Thus, in order for us to get started on this legal journey correctly, I want to share with you why knowing about the law will help you become a better business owner. Are you ready? You're listening to the Legal Page Podcast, where we chat about life and business with a legal twist. I'm Paige, attorney and photographer helping online businesses and creatives tackle their business dreams without breaking out in hives. No more legal mumbo jumbo. This podcast features simple, bite-sized advice that'll have you legally legit in no time. Are you ready? Let's get started. Okay, legal pagers, I am so freaking excited to get going and to be your leader in the law. If you listen to my intro episode, you know about my background already and my why behind starting the Legal Page podcast. I really just want to create a space for online business owners to feel confident about the law enough to protect themselves, their home, and their businesses. That being said, I can't really get into the nitty gritty details about small business law, which I will feature on future episodes. So don't worry, we're going to be talking about trademarks, LLCs, S corporations, tax deductions, business mindset tips, and much, much more. But we have to hone in on the why and why it's so important for you to understand the law. If you don't care about how educating yourself legally will impact your business, you won't fully grasp the impact of the law and how it can help you as a business owner. It's also important for business growth because you have to have a strong platform and starting base with which to grow your business upon. So everyone, we're going back to the basics. Now, please know that I am not training you on how to be a lawyer. That is my job. I went to three years of law school and took the horrendous bar exam. So I am the attorney here. And since I am an attorney, I am here to educate the masses. Now, I will always start off podcast episodes with my legal disclaimer. And this is the first one because it's episode one. And this is super important on my end to tell you all in order to abide by my professional responsibilities as a lawyer. So you'll hear this a lot on every single episode. So while I am an attorney, I am not your attorney. What that means is that everything I chat about on this episode is intended for a multitude of businesses and is not speaking solely to you and the particulars of your business. In order for me to become your attorney, you would need to hire me as your lawyer and sign an engagement letter and pay my hourly rate. So just remember, I am an attorney here and I am not yours specifically. The biggest thing I hear from my clients is always getting stuck in the legal mud. 
And what I mean by that is lots of my clients come to me and they say, man, Paige, I've been searching for hours online about a legal topic. I'm going down rabbit holes and you know, I just don't know who to trust online and what pertains specifically to my business. Many of these clients of mine just come out throwing their hands up and not really understanding anything. And most people often just give up at this point and they stop there and they never look into the law again for years to come. We call this pushing it under the rug. They just hope that the business and legal gods will be merciful and not come knocking at their door. Welp, friends, that is a bad way to operate a business. And I don't want you to feel this overwhelming weight on your shoulders. It's not fair that the internet is full of good and some bad, but really just all around challenging legal information to decipher. You don't have a JD and I know that you don't, so you shouldn't be expected to know all the law things. Hence, really, you guys, to get started, I really just want to have you think about the bigger legal concepts. And I've decided to just bulk these into five very big specific concepts for you to understand and be aware of as a small business owner. This is really the foundation for every single episode from here on out. All right, so let's get started. First concept is that contract law is state-based. What that means is that contract law varies depending on the state that you're in and where your business is registered. So say you are from, say, California, and you recently moved from Texas. So if you had registered your business in Texas then likely your contract law that would be interpreting all of your contracts would be Texas. So all of your contracts would be analyzed under state law and just make sure you know they're not analyzed under federal law. So if anything happens, you will go to court in your county courthouse. That's in your state courts. And any issues that have ever occurred in your business um, and that you could potentially have a lawsuit from, like a negligent act, an intentional act, wrongful termination, yada, yada, all of that would be interpreted under state law. Now, the best way to really explain this, you guys, is through an example. Whenever I talk about a hypothetical situation, I'm going to use my avatar named Tia, and she's a business owner. So Tia always owns Tia's trinkets, and she sells items um, that she makes in her house online. So say Tia had an issue with a customer, and she wanted to take that person to court. Tia would march over to her county courthouse and say she lives in Austin, Texas, which would be Travis County. So she would go to Travis County Courthouse and file something in small claims court. Now, whatever happened or whatever that lawsuit was about would be interpreted using Texas law as long as Tia is registered and operates her business in Texas. So general concept number one, everyone, is just be aware that contract law is state-based. All right, second big concept. You must pay taxes in the United States. 
as my grandpa always says, you must do just two things in life. You must die one day and you have to pay taxes every year. Everything else, you guys, is totally up to you and you are on the pursuit of your own happiness. But we do have to pay taxes as business owners in the United States. And what does that mean? Why do we have to pay taxes? Let me give you a little history lesson. I'm going to give a couple during this episode. And the first one is in regards to the 16th Amendment. So the 16th Amendment gave Congress the authority to collect income taxes. So even if you don't believe in it and you don't think tax is the right thing to do, you got to do it. And the Internal Revenue Code says that income is income no matter where it's derived from. Thus, whatever what I like to call a touching moment happens in your business life. So when income falls into your pocket um, or falls into your business bank account, you've got to report that and pay a certain amount of taxes on that income. Now, obviously, taxes are imposed differently for each person, and this depends on tax brackets and the um, differing small business laws that are changing each and every year. And actually, (laughs) I just had my accountant tell me that all small business taxes were delayed this year um, because the tax laws finally rolled out after the government shutdown. So you never know what tax laws are going to change um, from year to year. But remember, big general concept number two is that you must pay taxes as a small business owner in the United States. Okay, let's keep going. Third big concept is that suing happens. People sue people in the United States. It is just a thing and you need to know that it happens. So even if you think that you're too small of a fish in a big sea of companies and that only big corporations are going to get audited by the IRS or only the big corporations are going to get sued by people because they have all the money, you're really actually wrong. Lawsuits happen all the time, and people can sue whenever they want to sue, as long as they have a legitimate action and claim against you. So litigation happens all the time. I really, really want you guys to understand that concept. You cannot hide under a rock as a business owner. And you never know when someone will get litigious. Like even if it's your um, family member or someone who's really close to you, um, or if it's, you know, you thought it was going to be this awesome client that you had that was ready to pay so much money and you weren't worried about them at all, you cannot control others. That's the biggest thing and lesson that I can teach you right here is that suing happens. You can't control what others do, but you can control yourself and how you act as a business owner. Thus, I really, really want you all to protect yourself as best you can right now so the future is easier to navigate if someone decides to sue you. All right. Next, The fourth concept is that evidence is key as a small business owner. Evidence. What does that mean? What is evidence? So evidence is used in the law to help prove whether or not something happened. Okay. So we start off in law school. um, You know, we're, we're all just sitting there in class listening to our professors. And evidence 101 is one of those classes that you have to take when you first start law school. It's also on the bar exam and is literally 
everything in court. I worked for a federal judge, as most of you know, and I just remember being a law clerk and abiding by the rules of evidence, lock and key. Like every day I was looking at the rules of evidence. So what does this mean as a business owner? You should try and keep track of your most important documents and emails that you have, um, really anything. Like this includes receipts, invoices, uh, contracts, all of those important emails that you send to clients, business registration documents, the list goes on and on and on. And this is just in case your lawyer needs them to present your side of the argument if something were to happen down the road, or even not just your lawyer needs to present them. If you get in a sticky situation that hasn't necessarily become litigious yet, but you need to present something um, to somebody on the other side that is saying that you're in the wrong, if you are able to keep track of your evidence as a business owner, that will benefit you so, so much later down the road. Fifth and final big legal concept for us to understand in this first episode is that the IRS is real. I'm so sorry to burst your bubble, but the Internal Revenue Service exists and it is a thing, my friends. It's headquartered in Washington, D.C., yes, uh, but what most people don't know is there's agents like all across the country. They're definitely in your state, so just you never know. They could be working next door to you. And another little history lesson for you is that Abe Lincoln, uh, which my really good friend Kia is super obsessed with, and so I always like good Abe Lincoln history lessons. So Abe Lincoln created the Commission of Internal Revenue in 1862, and he did this, you know, back in the day to pay for war expenses, and in 1953, it actually became officially the IRS, which is the Internal Revenue Service. So the IRS's main goal and one of their mission statements is to investigate tax returns. So they are just trying to keep everything fair and equitable across the board for every person that lives in the United States and pays taxes. So I'm not going to go too far in depth here uh, because I could go on and on and on about the IRS and tax auditing and all of those things, but just know that although small businesses have a lesser chance of getting audited, and this is simply because you have less things that the IRS agent can flag, that would be like a suspicious deduction on your tax return or something like that. And because we don't like make a lot of money as small business owners right away, we definitely are less likely to get audited by a um, IRS tax agent. But the one thing I want you to know is that it is not a hundred percent impossibility. It can happen. And again, I'm just trying to be your bigger, older sister here and tell you as an attorney and as your friend that you should do things right the first time. So you are operating a legit business that later down the road, if you get audited, you can have all of your evidence and everything ready to go for the IRS um, so that you can look like a better business owner and that you're not going to get fined or have penalties on your taxes. Just please, please, please don't try and cheat the IRS. You will never win. That's the biggest thing I've learned working for the federal government. And I, you guys, like I said, will have plenty of episodes on tax laws and deductions. I'll feature lots of CPAs on the podcast to help you better navigate taxes as a small business owner. 
Thus, this is really just a little taste of um, the fact that the IRS is real and that taxes happen every year. That's my big fifth concept for you guys to walk away from on this episode. Alrighty, woof. That was a lot, and I don't want to go any further down my lawyer page tangent roads uh, because I could go on and on forever. But again, it's bite-sized episodes, and I'm not going to do that to you all, and I respect all of your time. So right now, I want you to just take a deep breath. Are you ready? In, out. You've got this, my friend. Like I said, I am just here to give you simple and actionable legal information, tax information, and business information. The people that I continue to interview on the Legal Page podcast will be experts in their field, and you will learn so, so, so much from them. So just take my hand, because with this podcast together, we've got this. Your job right now, friend, is to just sit back and build the business of your dreams. My job is to get you the most important legal information that will help you become a better business owner. And I promise you, the things that you learn will help you immensely. So even if you end up knowing some of the things that we chat about on an episode, like my law professor, Ms. Smith, used to say, you've got to hear things several times before it really sinks in and you remember it. So if that's you and later on in an episode or even in this episode, if you hear something, just remember it's good to hear time and time again, especially with business and tax and legal information. So just remember that I am here to help Get all of those legal tips sinking into that awesome entrepreneur brain of yours. And that's it for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it, and I cannot wait to chat next week, Legal Pagers. See you then. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Legal Page Podcast. See, I told you being legally legit isn't so scary. Be sure to visit thelegalpage.com for all show notes. And it would be super awesome if you could head over to iTunes and leave a review. Last but not least, don't forget to join my free Facebook group for unlimited legal and biz Q&A. Chat soon, Legal Pagers. Legal Pagers.